Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Noelle Miller about her wedding aboard the Disney Dream. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how Noelle and her fiancé chose a cruise collection wedding, and how they planned everything, and how it all turned out. So welcome, Noelle. Hi, Carrie. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to get married on the Disney Cruise Line. It's actually kind of funny. Shortly before we got engaged, we were on a cruise and I happened to wear a white dress one evening and people had thought we got married and were trying to buy us champagne and congratulating us. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would never get married on a cruise. I would never get married on a cruise is what I was thinking. And of course, little did I know my husband had the ring. Um, <gasps> so he proposed a little bit later. And about a month after we got engaged, my sister got married and I ended up running almost her entire wedding. My mom took care of one part of it, but I ran her whole wedding from start to finish, music, everything. And just at the end of that, I was, I said, I can't do this. I can't do this for my own wedding. So um, we looked at one venue, got the cost, and we just said, nope, it's got to be a Disney cruise wedding. That's awesome. And I also love the tip that if you wear a white dress on a cruise, people will give you free things. (laughs) They will. (laughs) I felt so bad. I was like, no, I'm just a fake bride. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? It was actually the day after my sister's wedding and that my family asked me, what are you going to do, Noelle? You're next. And I said, well, we're thinking Disney Cruise. And My mother was basically jumping up and down. She was so excited. She was over the whole wedding thing with me as well at that time. And everybody was just very excited saying, let us know. We're going to start planning now. Now we're going to start saving. This is so awesome. Wow, that's a great reaction. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We invited around 50. We were wanting to keep it small kind of from the beginning, just mostly family. And we ended up having 33 people plus the two of us. That's still a pretty big group for a cruise collection event. Which ship and locations did you choose for your group? We did the Disney Dream out of Port Canaveral. We live local about 20 minutes away, so that just made the most sense. We chose a weekend itinerary, so it was a three nights on the dream. Got it. Okay, so you chose it because of the length or where it was going? Much more because of the length. I have a lot of siblings who are still in college and school, and I wanted to make sure that they minimized what they would miss. Got it. So which venues did you choose for your ceremony and your cake and champagne? We were able to get the atrium, and this was right before they aired the Disney fairy tale wedding episode with the atrium wedding on the Disney Dream. So, as soon as we booked the atrium, the 
it suddenly jumped and you had to pay to book it. So we got in right before then. So we were able to book the atrium, which had me very excited (laughs) and couldn't really figure out at first what we wanted to do for the cake and champagne reception. But I've always wanted dancing. And so we asked and our group was large enough that they were able to put us in the D lounge. Oh, that's great. Did you add any appetizers or drinks or anything when you were in the lounge? We did not. Again, I think our group is 33, and I think the maximum they can have in Outlook is about 30. So they were able to just move us over without adding anything. We did dance, but it was still about a 30-minute dancing reception. Got it. Okay. And did you customize the standard package elements, like the cake or the bouquet? Absolutely. Definitely the cake and the bouquet. It was actually very cute. My husband wanted to have red roses as far as the flowers went. And I was always like, no, not red roses. I thought those were a little bit on the cheesy side for me. I've always wanted like a Cinderella, you know, blue and pink palette, but we were able to compromise. And I was able to upgrade my bouquet to include extra floral and greenery and to make both the red roses and have a paler pink rose with it. In addition, we also upgraded our cake to be the naked cake to have the matching floral and to be red velvet. Oh, that's great. It was stunning. All of our guests definitely said it was the most delicious cake they've ever had. (laughs) How did you guys handle the marriage license? Did you just get married before you left or did you do the thing with the notary in port? We did the thing with the notary in port. We got married legally on October 4th, and our wedding was on October 5th of 2019. Our anniversary for dating is October 8th, so we figured the closer we get to that, the better. That's great. Can you give my listeners an overview of how the day ran? Absolutely. Our wedding ceremony took place in the atrium at about 12.30, so I got up at about 8 a.m. I ordered some room service, got myself a cup of tea, and started on my makeup. Within a half hour, my hair girl arrives at my room, and we got started doing hair and continuing makeup and having some champagne. (laughs) After that, I think my... Coordinator showed up at about nine with my steamed dress and my bouquet, which were stunning. And we finished getting ready. My photographer came. We we actually snuck in a little boudoir photo shoot in about 10 minutes and then got me all laced up into my dress. About 11, uh, we went down to do a first look with my dad. We went to the Meridian deck, which had gorgeous lighting took some pictures with my dad and my mom and one of my sisters. I have many sisters and got some beforehand pictures. And then my dad and I went back up to my room where we waited for about 30 minutes while everyone else went down to the atrium to kind of stand about and wait for us to come down. So after the coordinator came and got us, we kind of took a way back way throughout the whole ship to get down to right behind the stairs because I was going to come down the stairs of the atrium and then come down the aisle. So we did that, ran across the whole ship. I was dodging some cleaning carts in all the hallways as we went down. And we finally got there, and it was absolutely amazing just coming down the stairs. My dad walked me down. 
seeing Jonathan there at the bottom of the stairs, just looking up and all of my friends and family just looking up at me as I walked down the stairs was absolutely amazing. We went and did the ceremony itself, which is absolutely beautiful. The words to the ceremony scripts that Disney has is absolutely perfect. And then we said, I do. We had a kiss and we immediately went and took some family pictures on the staircase. And then everyone went off to the D lounge for the reception. And we took a couple really cute and cheesy photographs on the staircases. (laughs) Did you do a meal all together with your guests later on? We did not. After the reception, our guests all immediately got back into their swimsuits and headed up to the deck and really enjoyed enjoyed the ship that afternoon. So they were all off on their own enjoying. And we did make sure that all of our family was seated together for dinners every night, but we were not able to join them either of the last two nights. Got it. Okay. Now, it sounds like you didn't use the ship's salon for your hair and makeup. Can you talk about that decision? That's correct. I actually have a friend who we've done hair competitions together and she's basically told me nobody else is allowed to do your hair for your wedding. So (laughs) I, I paid a portion of her cruise for her to come on and she paid the rest. But also a funny story is that I met online another bride who's getting married the day after I was on Castaway Key. And she was looking for a hair girl and a photographer and I was able to hook her up with both my hair girl and my photographer who I brought. Wow that is fantastic. How did you decide to bring your own photographer? That was kind of easy. I've known Janae who's my photographer for almost 10 years now and I've watched her grow as a photographer throughout the years and just I think she had shot another Disney cruise wedding a couple years ago. And I just told her, Janae, I need you. She did our engagement photos, which were beyond amazing. And I, I think my words were actually, if you don't come and shoot my wedding, I'm not getting married. (laughs) So that was a no brainer. I did pay for her cruise and her airfare and basically all expenses paid for her. That's fantastic. Did you add any land-based activities on either side of the cruise, like a bridal portrait session or a dessert party at Walt Disney World? No, we didn't do any anything like that. My brother actually works for Medieval Times, so he's a knight. We did a family party, I think, two nights before the cruise, but nothing <laughs> Disney-related. That's awesome, though. <laughs> so what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's so hard because so many things are just absolutely amazing. I think I have to kind of pick two, three. <laughs> um, oh, no, it has to be more than that, actually. Definitely the walking down the stairs, coming down the stairs. I chose And At Last I See the Light from Tangled, and the pianist was playing that, and that moment was purely amazing. I looked out at everybody, and then as we read our vows, that itself was just incredible. It's a wonderful feeling just looking at the person you love and going, yeah, this is it. (laughs) Here we are. That was one of my favorite moments, definitely. All of my family just dancing at my wedding. Like I said, I think they had 30 minutes and one glass of champagne each. And in that 30 minutes, they danced for their lives. (laughs) (laughs) 
And some of the pictures from the reception are just absolutely hilarious, but everyone is just having such a wonderful time, and that's exactly what I wanted. That's awesome. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? There were actually a few things. And, you know, everyone says, oh, there's always something that goes wrong. A couple of them are funny. Um, One of them was that I ordered an extra boutonniere for my dad and asked that it be delivered to his room, which I told my coordinator, here's his room number. And he shows up for our first look that I did with my dad. And I think my first words to him are, where are your boutonniere? And he's like, what boutonniere? He didn't know he was supposed to get one. So after we did our first look, he went hunting and found it, of course, in my father-in-law's room where my husband had been getting ready. Another thing, um, my dress had been steamed and I had asked that it not be put in the bag, which was fine. She brought it in and it was perfect. But the back end of it was hitched up and I pulled it down to see rows of lines all down the back, which Mm. I immediately started stretching out and thankfully it was still damp so I was able to stretch it out enough to where there weren't horizontal lines all down the back which I was not anticipating so I almost lost lost a little bit of my common sense right there (laughs) and I think just one other thing which I've heard is not a big deal but (laughs) my song at last I see the light that I chose the pianist actually played it for my husband and the flower girls as they walked down. And then the moment I appeared on the staircase, the song ended. Mm. So I'm standing at the top of the staircase with no music and the coordinator is waving to come on down, come on down. And I'm standing there. I'm going, where's my song? Where's my song? Where's my song? Mm. And my dad's like as discreetly as he can pointing to the piano and like mouthing to the coordinator. There's no music. There's no music. (laughs) So the piano does start up again. It is my song. And, We walked down and everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Now, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? Don't actually think so. I was a little bit worried about the color of my flowers, but they came in and they were just absolutely stunning. I wasn't too worried about the wedding itself. I was much more worried about actually getting on board with all of of my dresses and my luggage and everything. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Do you have any tips about that? Unfortunately, no. (laughs) To me, that was the most stressful part. And even though we had some extra hands helping, it was definitely the the worst part of the whole thing was just getting on board. Um, I I don't think anything's going to make that better. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? Yes, one thing. Green apples... Smelling and eating them actually help with seasickness. The water was pretty rough on our sailing, and I usually don't get seasick, but I did, you know, on our wedding, having just a couple glasses of champagne and a bite of cake and nothing else, I got seasick once the ship started moving again. So, green apples. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney cruise couples? Definitely just enjoy it. Um, The process itself is really easy. It's just planning is wonderful and there's so many things to look at. We went really minimal with bringing on anything extra as far as ceremony or reception decor. We didn't do any additional decor. The only thing we brought on were our own champagne glasses and then a guest book for everyone to sign. And that I definitely think 
as long as you have your own photographer, which I highly recommend, I don't think you really need anything else. And that's something I've always stood by. As long as I have my gown, my flowers, my husband and my photographer, there is nothing else that I think you need. And as long as everything turns out amazing, it's, I don't think there could be anything better. <laughs> well, Noelle, thank you so much for sharing these tips and your story today. I think you've offered a lot of great advice for anyone who's interested in having a Disney cruise wedding. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having me on, Carrie. I listened to a lot of Disney Cruise podcasts before my wedding, and it really helped me just through the whole process, so I'm happy to be a part of that. Oh, I'm so glad. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>